In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lent. The season of stripping it all down, the excess, the lavishness of life, the facades that we build, so that all that is left is our powerlessness and truly humble selves kneeling before God, who experienced the same humility in Christ and yet overcame it. Lent. The season of turning around, of denial, of repentance, of true self-examination that can only be done in a wilderness where we are forced to reckon with ourselves and there is nothing but God to alleviate the nature of who we are. Lent, when what is required to know is the power of God's love to make our lives whole through being reminded over and over again that we cannot achieve knowledge and power but have become dependent upon the grace and redemption offered on the cross. This is the season that we are in. Which is why our scriptures this morning are not quite what we might expect. It's the fifth Sunday in Lent, one week before Jesus begins his journey into Jerusalem, where he will ultimately meet his death. The reading is not about temptations or Satan in the wilderness, or the predictions of Jesus' suffering. The scriptures do fill the timeline. This is the reading right before the Palm Sunday reading, and it has the tone of preparing for Jesus' funeral, but it's markedly different from other Lenten readings. Jesus is gathered at the home of Lazarus, and he seems to be the recipient of a dinner. Martha is serving him, there's no surprise there. And Mary is sitting at his feet. She's taken this lavish perfume and anointed him. Maybe this is more Lenten appropriate as the narrator reminds us that the anointing and perfume points to his death. But I'm struck by the simplicity. To me, the focus is really on Mary appreciating and honoring this gift that is before him. The beauty of the moment. This anointing, this honoring, this appreciating the gift of God before her. It seems interesting, the kind of paradox that that sets up, that in a season where everyone is so focused on the future, Mary's living into the moment with joy and wonder and awe. She's not turned to the hope of a future Easter. She's not even focused on his death. 
She sees the power of God before her, and she relishes in the moment. It's not the typical way that we approach Lent. I had a rather odd experience this week. A few days ago, I had the opportunity to paddle and fish the Cahaba River, this beautiful stretch that is our backyard. It's probably the most biologically diverse river in the United States. It is home to more fish species per mile than any other river in our country. We have some scientists in our congregation that can back me up on this. <laughs> on Tuesday, I did the popular float from Grant's Mill to Liberty Park. It's a beautiful section trying to catch the elusive red-eye bass that is native to this river and to our state. A fish that pound for pound will give you a run for your money, especially on a three-weight fly rod for those that are following. We got into the water, into a canoe at 7.45 a.m. It was Tuesday. It was 56 degrees outside and overcast, and probably equally as cold in the water. And, you know, we were kind of getting ready to see the beautiful kingfisher birds and the, and the dogwoods that are blooming and all sorts of beautiful things that God has made. And so we float about a quarter of a mile, and if you're tracking, that means it's about 7.53 a.m. at this point. And we encountered something that I was not at all prepared to see. A man my size... I'm 40, 50 pounds more than I was 15 years ago. He had a big grin on his face, wearing nothing but a Speedo and a swimmer's cap and goggles, <laughs> wading into the frigid water for an early morning swim. Now, I've encountered some weird things on the Cahaba, Otters, snakes, men with a few teeth, and even a dodgier command of the English language. But this one caught me off guard. In Irondale, Alabama, at 7.53 in the a.m., in water temperatures that would have all of us questioning this person's sanity. And I don't think I've ever seen something so beautiful. I mean, think about it. No gym membership. <laughs> no technology. No 75-day plan of how to get fit. Somebody just appreciating the beauty of their backyard. Of seeing gift and letting that gift heal them in their body and their soul. It is still Lent, and our world is still incredibly broken. I think there is this temptation to want to point out all of the evil and sin in this world. And, I, 
And there's some wisdom in reflecting upon our own agency in this. And that's part of Lent, to reflect upon where we play a role in that brokenness. But Mary offers us a drastically different image on this fifth Sunday in Lent. Maybe one that I haven't picked up on before. Part of being faithful, part of preparing for Easter, and this idea of stripping down all the excess is actually to recognize the gift of God incarnate right before you. I don't know if humanity has ever existed in such an age where there is so much blame for all of the wrongs that have been done and are continuing to be done. My guess is that most of you have some strong opinions at who is at fault at messing up this chapter of our human existence. Or maybe it just feels that way when we're inundated with news and social media and opinions. Maybe its irony is that Judas sounds pretty rational in today's gospel. He's right. Bernard could be sold and given to the poor. There's probably a lot more all of us could be doing. But today, Mary's not casting blame. And at this moment, she isn't worried about what she has done or left undone. Because she's recognized that she is sitting at the feet of our Lord. Maybe we are too. And all that stripping down and all that self-reflection of repentance, of denial, is really to help us see the beauty and wonder that is right before us, to recognize that gift. I'm not sure if it's for me to go swimming at 7.53 every morning in the waters of the Cahaba, but I'm reminded this morning that I do need to be more attuned to beauty and hope in the image of God that is before me. And maybe my task is to remind you to do the same, but I need you to hold me to that. For all of us to appreciate the beauty of what is before us, maybe that's the simplicity of Lent. God is right before our eyes. We just have to see it. Thanks be to God.